0: Normally on this show we discuss very old movies, but today we're looking at a brand new movie, so I just want to warn you that our discussion contains spoilers. If you haven't seen Blood Red Sky yet, you might want to go watch it on Netflix before listening to this episode. Hello everyone, and welcome to Monster Movie Fun Time Go! This is another episode in our Halloween uh, mini episode marathon and once again I have with me my friend Rachel McKinney. Say hello to the folks, Rachel. Hello. Today we are taking a look at Blood Red Sky. It's a brand new movie on Netflix. Color 2 hours and 3 minutes. It's sort of a German American production. Yeah, it looks there's German. Germans there's Germans in it. Oh There's a yeah. uh, Europeans in it. Directed by Peter Thorworth, And it stars Perry Baumeister, Alexander Shear, Dominic Purcell, Roland Moeller, and Chidi Ajufo. Budget is $17.7 million. It was released direct to Netflix, so we don't have a box office, but apparently it had 50 million views in its first four weeks. So that's not too shabby.
1: Mm-mm. Um, so why do you always mention that it is in color if it came out this year?
0: Well, normally on the show, we do older movies and I mention if they're in black and white or color. So that's just, uh, my standard procedure to mention the color and the length. Ah, okay. That's all. But occasionally people still put out movies in, in black and white. Yeah. This movie could have been called vampires on a plane.
1: Oh my god! Yes, I was. I'm <laughs> so sick.
0: I'm little... <laughs> so sick of these motherfucking vampires on the this motherfucking plane.
1: Oh my gosh! I was um, wondering why you picked this movie out because when, whenever I think about disaster and airplane, it just seems like a cliche of its own. Now, like, oh okay.
0: Yeah, ah. yeah. It's not a completely original movie. We've seen a little bit of this kind of thing before. I mean, I just picked it because I wanted something new and it looked interesting. I saw the trailer a few weeks ago.
1: Yeah, uh, it was. um, I'm really glad that it was in another language besides English, because me, I personally love having subtitles in the movies. mm -hmm. So it was like, yeah.
0: So there's an option. You can listen to it in English or original German. But as it turns out, even in the original German, a lot of people are speaking English throughout the movie.
1: Oh, yeah. They're they're
0: on a plane. They're on an international flight. They're going from Germany or somewhere in Europe to New York. And there are some hijackers as well. They seem to be a mix of different nationalities. But I started, the default was, at least on my TV, the default was the dubbing and that was getting on my nerves. So I switched to the German.
1: Oh, okay. Mine, uh, the default was the German with English subtitles. Huh.
0: Okay. I recommend listening to it in the German because the little boy's voice is much less annoying than when it's dubbed. Oh man, it just seems more natural. So, a quick summary: This woman who has some kind of illness is getting on a plane with her son to go seek treatment in New York. When the plane is hijacked by some sort of terrorists, they are not Islamists; they're a bunch of white guys. But they do try to set up some Islamists who just happen to be on the plane.
1: One as of the black- fall
0: guys. That's true. One of one of the hijackers was black, and but they they try to set up some Muslims as the fall guys that make them do a fake recording to make it look like they hijacked the plane. And it's never entirely clear what their goal is. People on the plane speculate that they want to crash the stock market so they can make money selling short, and somebody else speculates they're trying to affect the outcome of uh, some election. Could be either. Could be both. Uh, Oh, I we never know.
1: I cringed at that part because it just kind of reflects, I guess, contemporary times where everything's a conspiracy and um, all of these intricate planning for like no kind of clear agenda. And people Mm -hmm. just like to speculate.
0: Right. Well, I liked that it wasn't just straight up Muslim terrorists. I like that they they were victims just as much as everybody else was. And that one of them was uh, basically the hero. the secondary hero
1: oh yeah i um i almost was like wow they show stuff like this because i kind of feel like just kind of a modern day parallel with um the coronavirus and anti-asian hate it made me worry that blood red sky was trying to make muslims or people who practice islam the bad guy and that would just kind of intensify already Bad emotions toward that group of people. I'm like, oh no, we don't need any more of this.
0: <laughs> right, but it doesn't. It doesn't do that, thankfully. And I don't know that there's. I'm trying to remember stuff that came out right after 9/11. If there was a lot of that. Oh yeah. I know yeah. there was a lot of that in the public, but I can't remember if that was in cinema. Because the thing is, for a long time in movies, the Germans were always the bad guys. Yeah. And then there was a period when arabs or arab adjacent people the bad guys but i think a lot of that was actually pre-9-11 and i don't recall now how much after 9-11 they just straight up made the muslims the bad guys but they're not in this movie uh it's just a bunch of bunch of random guys who we don't know exactly what it is they want but they want to crash this plane and they're going to jump off of it before it goes down but the problem is that the woman's illness is vampirism and she just starts to pick these guys off while trying to protect her son.
1: It's um so. it's refreshing to see a vampire movie which I will be honest I haven't seen a whole lot besides now don't judge me twilight <laughs> oh. um but I know I know cringe. <laughs> but um I was rooting for her Yeah. The whole time.
0: Yeah. See, I liked how they sort of played it both ways in that. Because I don't like the Twilight vampire. I don't like most poor, misunderstood vampires. I like it when the vampire's the monster. And I liked how this one, she was both sympathetic, but also a monster (laughs) at the same time. Or at least the vampirism itself. Monster that she was trying to keep in check until she needed to use it to protect Ooh. her son.
1: I I loved her design. It reminded me of this graphic novel I read a while ago. I think it was called Strain, where I think like it kind of changed their their features to be paler and the ears and the the teeth. I really like that.
0: Is that based on the Guillermo del Toro book? Ooh, I don't. Which remember. is also. So he has a series of three novels. The first one, I think, is called The Strain, which was turned into a TV show. But I think it was also probably a comic book as well.
1: Yeah, I remember the... uh, I read it back in 2017, so it was like four years ago. But yeah, The Strain, yeah, it's based off of um, his book, I think.
0: So yeah, she's got that hairless, pointy-eared vampire design that goes back to Nosferatu, a silent film way back.
1: Oh, yeah. I know who Nosferatu is because of SpongeBob.
0: <laughs> okay. Well... I was, not, I was not aware that Nosferatu made an appearance in SpongeBob.
1: Oh, well, I'm also, all, you know, almost 30 years old. So, I mean, I've never watched... I, I imagine that Nosferatu was made way back when, probably even before you were born, so...
0: It was made in
1: 1922. Yeah, see. I've never seen the the movie, have you?
0: Uh, Yeah, I've seen it. And they did a remake of it in 1979. It's an unofficial adaptation of Dracula. They just changed the names but did the same story and got sued and were ordered to destroy all copies of the film. So somebody took that very literally and only destroyed the copies but kept the original, which is how we still have it.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but um, thanks for pointing out that The Strain was also based off of something that um, Guillermo del Toro made because he made the movie that we talked about uh, beforehand.
0: Yeah, we get a lot of the same names showing up over and over again. Normally it's a Shiro Hondo or a Ray Harryhausen, but Guillermo del Toro will show up again, I'm sure. I really liked this movie. What about you?
1: I thought it was really, um, it was better than I thought it was going to be because as soon as I saw, like it was on a plane, I was just like, Oh, so my <laughs> expectations weren't that high, but it was really good. And, um, I will say, I don't, I don't understand why they made that the, the gay attendant so psychotic.
0: What well, was he even gay or was he just putting that on? So one of the terrorists is uh, has infiltrated the flight attendant staff and, yeah, comes off gay in the beginning and then is revealed to be just a total psychopath. The rest of the hijackers have a, an agenda, that, uh, a goal, a mission they're trying to achieve, and he is sort of the loose cannon.
1: Oh, yeah, and in a bad way. Also, um, a side note. I will have to point out another thing that kind of made me go, ooh, because um, the woman who was self-medicating and injecting herself with the needle, why mm-hmm. did she do it up like on her <laughs> rib? In her like chest? The, yeah, in her chest.
0: I, that was weird. I didn't get that. I didn't know if it was something about the medication that it needed to be injected near the heart. But yeah, that's not standard procedure as far as I know.
1: Oh that look I mean that looked painful, and also yeah. in that position, like she could have punctured her lung hmm. it just why <laughs> like why not your arm or your thigh like normal people it just um you know she's screaming and writhing in pain, like no wonder, woman, you're putting your step- <laughs> you're injecting it into like your chest,
0: yeah, right near the bone, try and get it in yeah, the like, bone if you can,
1: yeah, you're gonna get it into your rib cage or your lung one.
0: I'm just going to give them the benefit of the doubt and assume that it had something to do with the specific type of medication that for her condition. It's not really clear if the Americans that she's going to see understand the real nature of her disease or if they think she's got some kind of just leukemia or something.
1: They seem to be very cooperative with her because they were talking to her right before... She went to board and then um, the little boy talked to them on the phone about getting her more medication whenever they got to like touch back down. I'm like, wow.
0: I mean, I I guess they must know because the medication seems to be working. They must have some idea that she has vampirism. The medication they're giving her for does seem to get her hunger under control. But this is not fully explained to us, so I don't know. Yeah.
1: Another thing that I didn't understand is, um, did the passengers know that by having the rabid looking people bite them, that it will turn them also into vampires? And it seemed like there were a couple of passengers who preferred becoming a vampire over death.
0: There was one guy in particular. He seemed to figure it out. So yeah, partway through the film, the psychopath guy. Well, as I was saying, I think maybe he was just playing up being gay because he was pretending to be a flight attendant. And that's what he thought flight attendants were like.
1: Flamboyant? Uh,
0: Yes. He was purposely being more flamboyant than he might normally be as part of his cover. Because he totally drops that once the plan goes into effect. Uh, But that guy, being a psychopath, when he realizes what the situation is, purposely injects some of the vampire's blood into himself. I believe it is he who is then responsible for the vampirism quickly spreading throughout the plane. Until eventually pretty much the whole plane is vampires. Is either vampires or has been killed by vampires. But there's one guy who's gotten injured normally and is a rich privileged asshole and he realizes he's dying and he asks one of the vampires to bite him so that he won't die. But
1: I think that um that Contributed to the rapid spread of vampirism because he yeah. opened the damn door.
0: Yeah, that yes. was pulling them in. Yeah, so he could go ask for it, and but then he doesn't get it. The guy just kills him.
1: Yeah, I just oh <laughs> that it really get what he deserves. Yeah, I'm glad he got what he deserves. It it <laughs> just this kind of film resonates with like modern day situations where people will do whatever they can for themselves and not mm-hmm. think about other people.
0: I think it's always been that way, though. It's not just a oh, modern problem.
1: Okay. Pe-
0: people have always been dicks throughout history.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, um, well, I haven't realized that more than in the past recent years. I thought it was like, you know, every one out of a hundred. But gosh, there were so many among us. I, I didn't realize.
0: If a significant portion of the population weren't inherently selfish, we would already be living in a socialist utopia. So, because we we would have figured out before now that maybe we should cooperate a little more.
1: Well, thank God there's no vampire pandemic. We'd all be dead (laughs) by now. Oh, yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. Don't let the the government can't tell me to wear garlic around my neck or a cross. I wanted to point out that Dominic Purcell, who is the head terrorist, once played Dracula in Blade 3. So he has previous vampire movie experience.
1: Oh, okay. He was that's, perfect for this role then.
0: That's a thing I like to see too, when people show up in the same kind of movie. <laughs> Maybe they don't like it as much. <laughs> they get stuck in a niche. I mean, he's done plenty of different kinds of movies on the TV, but I just thought it is interesting that he was once Dracula, and now he's the victim of vampires. So how many out of five pumpkins, how many do you give Blood Red Sky?
1: I will say... I want to say 3.5. Okay. What about you? Uh,
0: I, I was leaning in that same direction. I was going to give it just a little bit more than okay. So three three 3.5. I agree. I also give it 3.5.
1: Yeah, it it certainly wasn't boring, but I just kind of feel like the things that they, like the plot line was a little bit thin, or maybe there just was like a lot of, I guess, holes in the story that would have been better if they were explained.
0: Uh, Yeah, yeah. There was some stuff left for us to figure out on our own.
1: Which I don't know if that was the intention of this movie or not. Like, you know, where did these vampires come from? How did that doctor have stuff in America for this lady? Oh, yeah. And also the terrorist motivations. Why were they there? Did they get paid? Where was there, they were just going to kill everyone in the plane by letting it crash?
0: Yeah. It seemed like their goal was just to crash the plane. And this was somehow going to further their other goals. Because they weren't going to go down with it. I think the passengers' theory that they were planning to take advantage of a falling stock market was probably the best guess.
1: Yeah, because there was um, a lot of allusions to the stock. Like, I think it was playing on the news in the, the hotel room of um, Nadia and Alias, mm-hmm. the little boy. It was on the news on the TV, and the passengers were talking about it.
0: Yeah, um, the one guy kept trying to check his...
1: Uh, oh, the asshole the guy, yeah. guy.
0: yeah. he kept trying to check his stocks on the airplane.
1: So uh, my theory is, is the terrorists were paid a big... Um, Sum of money to hijack that plane and then uh, get it to crash, but of mm-hmm. course, you know, it, it was it was a money thing for them.
0: Yeah. And so, you think an outside party paid them rather than yes. them coming up with the idea themselves?
1: Yeah, like I think <laughs> that they were um, paid mercenaries mm-hmm. in a way.
0: Yeah, that seems that seems reasonable. Uh, maybe Dominic Purcell's character might have been in on the larger scheme whatever it was but the rest of the guys were probably just hired thugs
1: yeah like you know um crazy definitely
0: cool. the psych. yes he, yeah definitely yeah. he was just hired You know, not come up with any plans
1: they, but they seem to be like a gang that's worked together for a while they're like oh what whatever happened and i think it was like molly the crazy guy and it's like mm-hmm. well if y'all know he is this bad and you're like one more chance like how did he mess up <laughs> the other times like why right. didn't you give him the boot before
0: yeah well we both enjoy the movie i both recommend it blood red sky it is on netflix and that is gonna wrap it up for us today please write us at monster movie at Or send us a voicemail to our anchor page, anchor.fm slash M-F-T-G. (laughs) M-M-F-T-G. And as always, we won't see you, but you will hear us next time on Monster Movie Fun Time Go.